Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Carrie Winfrey, author of the new novel, Just Another Love Song. Best-selling writer Virginia Cantro wrote about Just Another Love Song. I love this charming, funny homage to small towns and first loves and what happens when we leave them behind, or don't. Carrie Winfrey's writing is as warm as a hug, and Hank Tillman is my new book boyfriend. Carrie, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, Just Another Love Song, how would you describe the novel? I would describe it as a second chance small town romance. Um, It's about Sandy and Hank, who were high school sweethearts and thought they'd stay together forever, but they break up when high school ends. He goes off to have a career as a musician. She stays in their hometown. And 15 years later, he's back uh, now with the son, and they have to work together on their town's street fair. That's great. And I'm curious, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write Just Another Love Song? Yeah, well, I am from a small town. Um, Now I live in Columbus, Ohio, so in a city, but I grew up about an hour from here in a very small town. And I've always wanted to write a small town book because I think that's such a fun setting. And in my real life hometown, we have this big deal street fair called the Belleville Street Fair. And it happens once a year and it is just like a huge deal. Everyone comes back for it. And I thought that would be such a fun setting for a book. So I was really trying to find a way to use that experience in a book. Um, (laughs) And it did take me a long time to kind of figure out what plot I could go with there. So it took a lot of tries, but that was kind of the original inspiration. And I'm curious, what was your initial writing journey that led you to writing stories and eventually getting your first novel published? Well, I was one of those little kids who always wanted to be a writer, even before I knew how to write. I would like dictate (laughs) stories to my mom and have her write them down. Um, And then I did eventually major in creative writing when I was in college. Um, But it took me a pretty long time to figure out how to translate that into actually having a career as a writer. I think that's such a big leap, especially when you grow up not knowing anyone Mm -hmm. who's a writer to understand that that's actually something you can do for a job. So it it took me a lot of a lot of years to actually write my first book. And what do you think was holding you back or what was that leap involved for you to finally make you sit down and write a book? I think a big part of it was that um, I never really knew how to finish things. I think like a novel is such a big project. And when you've never done it before, it can feel really daunting, especially if you're just used to writing short stories to actually get all the way to the end of a novel. And for me, kind of the turning point was the first time I wrote a book and it was awful. Like it's not something that would ever be published, (laughs) but I would not want anyone else to read it. But just knowing that I could get from the first page to the last page was such a turning point for me to realize, well, next time I can do this better. Next time I can make it something another human being would actually want to read. And what was your process um, or or what what was your story in terms of finding an agent once you had finished a novel that you that you, you know, liked or were proud of and and were ready for submission? Well, I have kind of a weird story because mm-hmm. I know that most writers go through the query process and I've never done that. Um, I 
I was working on a book, the book that would become my first novel. And it wasn't totally done yet, but I saw that this company that was at the time called Paper Lantern Lit was looking for authors to work with. And they were basically what's called a book packager. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, well, that sounds like a really fun experience. They did have, you know, ideas they had that they worked with authors on that were their ideas. But in this instance, they were asking for people who had their own book ideas that they could work on together. And I thought, well, for me, having never really finished a book before, I thought that sounds like such a fun experience. So I kind of queried them and we ended up working together on my first young adult novel and working together on an outline. Um, So I didn't have an agent when I signed my contract with them and I ended up getting my agent through them. My agent now was their agent. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a weird, confusing story, but I know a lot of people end up getting their agents in in weird ways. Yeah. Yep. Um, And what was the shift for you to go from writing YA to writing romance? Well, the main thing was that when I had the idea for my first adult rom-com, Waiting for Tom Hanks, like that title was the first thing that I came up with. And it was about a woman who was obsessed with Tom Hanks movies. And I kind of immediately knew it needed to be someone who's closer to my own age because I don't think teenagers care that much about Tom Hanks. Like maybe (laughs) some of them do, but not too many. So it, it became pretty clear like this would have to be an adult book. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. And um, 
so once you once you wrote that, did you work with the the agent that had uh, represented the book packager? Yeah, he has been my agent this whole time, so it's gotcha. it's worked out really well. We work really well together. That's great. Well, I know that um, as you described the book earlier, Hank Tillman, the character, is a musician. Did you have a soundtrack as you were working on the book? Yeah, I have a playlist of a lot of country music um, because I I grew up listening to '90s country. Um, that's what everyone listened to where I was from. It's like a lot of Brooks and Dunn, Garth Brooks, Reba McIntyre, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I had a playlist with a lot of like classic '90s country on it. And and have you shared that on on social media that playlist? I, I have shared it on the Instagram <laughs> account. Yes, that's great. <laughs> well, well, I'm curious, what's your writing process when you're working on a novel? For example, your your latest novel. Did you outline the novel when once you had this idea? Um, or did you just kind of dive into the narrative? How does that work for you? Well, I wish I was the kind of writer who could just dive on in because that sounds so much more fun and exciting <laughs> to me. Uh, but I, I kind of learned from my first book, I really do need an outline. I work so much better. And for this one, I did try to do it a little bit looser and not have as much of an outline as I normally do. And I really ended up regretting it. I just kind of had to start over again and do my outline like I always do. Um, I just I just work a lot better when I have an idea of where I'm going, even if it doesn't end up going where I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Like I do usually end up kind of tinkering with my outline about halfway through um, and kind of redoing that. But also my first drafts end up sort of being just like very long outlines because when I'm writing, my most important thing is just to kind of keep my momentum when I'm first drafting. So I will often just skip over anything I don't know. Like, I don't like to stop and do a lot of research until I have my first draft down. So my first drafts are pretty, they're full of a lot of holes, very, very unreadable. (laughs) But I just, I tried to get something down on paper, basically. Sure. And in terms of your outline, how detailed are they? Or is it like a chapter by chapter or scene by scene? No, I kind of do them sort of in like three acts. Mm -hmm. And it's like three to five pages, single space, just this happens, this happens, this happens. And sometimes I'll put in like little scenes I know I want to include if I have something in my head already. That's great. Well, are you working on another novel now? I am. It's actually due at the end of next week. So (laughs) I'm almost done, almost to the finish line. But yeah, I'm working on my next rom-com with Berkeley, and it has been a lot of fun. That's that's fun. Uh, Do you feel pressure since it's due next week? I do. Yeah. (laughs) It's hard because I've been on a book a year schedule since I started. So whenever I am finishing up one book, I'm also promoting the book that's just coming out. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of hard to be in two headspaces at once. And I'm always like, oh, what characters am I talking about? What town am I in? It's kind of confusing. Well, Well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? I would say two points of advice I have. The one is just read whatever you can. I mean, you can learn so much. Obviously, you want to know what is currently being published in your genre. But also, I find it so helpful to read outside of your genre, too. I think you can get so many ideas from reading other books that aren't like what you write. Um, And then my other piece of advice would really just be you do not need big chunks of time to write. Because up until now, I've been writing with a small child at home. Now he's at school, so it's a little bit different. But sometimes I only have 15 minutes at a time 
to write. And I kind of just have to get down everything that I can while I have the moment. And I've written lots of books like that. And it can be a little bit challenging. But Mm -hmm. if you want to write and you don't have huge chunks of time, like you can still do it. It just might take a little bit longer than you hope it will. That's great. Well, what books have you read recently that you enjoyed? Oh, man, so many. So um, in terms of romances, um, I just read Bend Toward the Sun by Jen Devon, um, and it just came out this year. And it was a really wonderful romance, different than what I write, because it wasn't so much a comedy, so it was, was like kind of angsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really liked that. And then um, in terms of not romance, I just read Olive Kittredge for the first time by Elizabeth Strout, and that was really great, too. That's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novels? I would say the best place to find me is my Instagram account, which my handle is just Carrie Winfrey. Um, that's definitely what I update the most. My website is like really out of date. <laughs> I need to work <laughs> on it, but Instagram, I'm there all the time. That's great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Carrie Winfrey, author of the new novel, Just Another Love Song. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. And Carrie, thanks for doing this interview. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.